A Little Mouse at the Opera. Un Opéra de Paris podcast, sponsored by Jacques Ali. Act 4. Dancing and dancing, again and again. I still didn't know why Luca laughed every time we mentioned Rothbard the magician. I found him really strange in those moments. Luca, why are you laughing? Oh, no reason. Is it because he's jealous you never met a real magician? That might be. Yeah. If you want, I could introduce you. He's a bit grumpy, but he gives good advice. A bit like you, in fact. I bet you'd get along well. The dance lesson was about to begin. I had danced late into the night while Luca had sung the melody for me. Then, exhausted, we had both hidden inside the piano to rest a little, except that we'd all slept. We found ourselves at the heart of the music and we both loved it. We can't be innocent from in here! When the lesson was finished, we slid out of our hiding place and tiptoed out the room. You know, Luca, ever since I've lived here, there's always music in my dreams. As if I was watching a film. And when I have a nightmare, I focus on the music. That way, I forget to be scared. I didn't know you liked music so much. Oh, listen, I have an idea. We could go this way. Follow me. Come. For the first time, Luca took me to his favorite place, the orchestra pit. He'd found the perfect hiding place where we could face the musicians. Normally, Luca didn't like me going to the auditorium, but today he felt like sharing his passion for music with me. I had to make the most of it. Imagine, it's nighttime, and we're by lake. First, you'll hear the harp. You see, that yeah. big instrument over there, with the long strings. Oh, yeah. It's going to imitate the ripples on the lake. Oh, they're about to start. Listen carefully. And that there, 
That soft melody is the oboe. It represents the swan. Imagine the swan moving and singing. Do you recognize the main theme of a swan lay, the one I often humming? <laughs> yes. The oboe is playing it now, but soon all the other instruments will play it in a more powerful way. It sounds like something terrible is about to happen. Princess loaded his crossbow and is about to shoot the swan. Oh, no! Luckily, before he shoots, he realizes it's a swan woman and lowers his weapon. Oh. Now it's the string instruments that are playing. Listen. Again, all the instruments will join. The brass instruments are strong here. Can you hear the dramatic intensity they create? Yes, I have goosebumps. There's the oboe of the swan. Are you crying, Luca? It's so beautiful. That Tchaikovsky was such a genius. Since we were already in the auditorium, Luca agreed to stay a little, as long as I didn't do something silly, of course. Off we went on a little backstage adventure, while the stage set rolled along the rails. <gasps> They're going to move the set. Come, Luca. Let's climb on. Give me your paw. Give me your paw. I loved watching the technicians at work. I dreamed of having a headset with a mic. Like them, to be able to talk at a distance. Choo-choo. It's a little train. The lighting designer was giving directions for the spotlights. The stage manager was telling the scene shifter to change the decor and set everything up to the next rehearsal. You'd make a good stage manager, making sure everyone is in the right place at the right time. That's your thing. But I'd much prefer to hear you sing on stage with your fabulous voice. Even if the seats in the auditorium were empty, I was intimidating to be on stage or on set. As they say. Say, Luca, do you think one day people will watch me dance too and applaud me? Be careful, Lucy. Make sure nobody sees you. Why are humans allowed to do as they please and go where they want? Why we always have to hide? Well, because they are the ones who invented all this: architecture, music, dancing, all the arts. And what if we did the same as them? We could build our own opera house and perform our own shows. Luca probably hadn't taken me seriously, 
but the thought of creating and performing our own shows would no longer leave me. We'd need to know more about how it works. The staging, the costume design, the designing of sets. You know, what you call it again, I know it has another name. I could never remember the word at the time, but it's called scenography. The scenographer designs the sets by taking into account what the director wants, his own vision and the technical constraints. Then a model is made. After that, the designing office draws up the plan and entrusts them the various workshops. Carpentry, metalwork, sculpture, painting, upholstery, composite material, assembly, etc. We'd never had that many people to build the sets for our shows, but I'm sure we could manage anyway. That being said, if we could lay our paws on the model of the set, it would be just the right size for us. It would be our own little stage. If I was going to make my dreams come true, I could rely only on myself. One night, I slipped into a dressmaking workshop. I'd spent hours and hours watching the dressmakers, and I felt ready. I already practiced using scissors. They make scissors for left and right hand people, but not for mice, of course! <laughs> I'd managed to cut a long strip of tulle. But the artist's bit was still to come. There! The machine is pretty impressive! Wow! It's working! It's working! It's working! I'm doing it! I'm brilliant! <laughs> ouch! Ouch, 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 ouch! Oh no! What a disaster! Luca! Help me, Luca! I was Luca, ashamed help! to admit it, but. I'd soon my tail and was completely stuck. Luckily, Luca had heard me. Lucy, my dear, did you think you were in a cartoon with a whole flock of birds and mice sewing a Cinderella's dress? <laughs> I just wanted to make my own tutu. It's a shame. You're off at a good start. I'll try to, to help you. I'll try to gnaw as, as little fabric as possible. Just enough to free your tail. Okay? That way you won't have to start over. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. Oh. There I'm good, thank you. Um say Luca. Yes? Aren't you cross with me? No. You you know you deserve a pretty tutu, it's true. I'll help you. Tell me what I can do. Okay. When I say so, press on there. Alright? Now, go! Stop! Wait, I will try it on. <laughs> Am I pretty? Oh, you're, you're very pretty, my little Lucy. <laughs> very pretty. <laughs> Making too much noise. Somebody heard us. It's probably the new watchman. Oh no! Down, 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 down. Don't, don't say a word. Stay down, 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 down. He's leaving. Him, yes, but probably not Attila. Ah! 
the real threat wasn't the new watchman who patrolled the corridor at night. The real threat was Attila, his cat. A cat so frightening that he was likely crossed with a pit bull or a rottweiler. That's how scary he was. Wait! <laughs> how long will we manage to escape Attila the cat? A dreadful monster who was thirsty for mouth and red blood. The Opera, an Opéra de Paris podcast, sponsored by Jacadi, produced by Kitsuno, with Lily Caruso and Corrado Invernizzi, written by Eve Marie Boucher, based on an original idea of Benoît Husson, directed by Eve Marie Boucher and Benoît Husson, original score by Cédric Barbier, fully artist Benjamin Rosier and Nicolas Lockhart, sound editing and mix. Nicolas Lockhart, recorded by Nicolas Sacco. Executive producer, Benoit Husson. Coordination Opéra de Paris, Caroline Brown, Aliénor Coutin, Anthony Deveau, Inès Piovesan, Winona Tate.